Folks, welcome back to a very muzzy wrestling podcast. We've decided that's going to be the name. It's on Spotify. It's official now. Episode two, we are back. Shout out to all six people who listened to episode one. Uh, special shout outs to uh, Scott and uh, and Caitlin and uh, Bill and uh, a real king, my dad, John, John Muzzy in the house. Um, you want to say hi, babe? Hi. This... <laughs> This week's a very special week. Obviously, last week we went over our predictions for the Royal Rumble, and then the Royal Rumble happened. So we're going to go back and talk about the Royal Rumble, and we're going to see if any of our predictions came true. Spoiler alert, most of them did not. Um, there was one other guy who listened to our podcast last week, and uh, here in week two we've got a special guest, the infamous BDC. His name <laughs> is Brandon. What's good, man? How you doing, Muzzy? I'm good. How are you? I am doing all right. It's a pleasure. Six views last week, man. I knew I had to hop on and uh, get some of this success my way. We got we got to use your knowledge to bump that up to twelve. Every week we're gonna double. All right. That's exponential growth. Tell tell the people a little about you. What's your background with uh, pro wrestling? I've been a wrestling fan since about ninety nine. Um, well, actually, we should start it. Um, uh, Muzzy and I have both been. Our entire friendship has been based off wrestling, and. Um, yeah. There's something I still haven't been able to let go since my 13th birthday party. Uh, I'll let you explain it. We're fucking starting with this. Yeah, why not? <sighs> All right. So for people who don't know me, uh, when I was in seventh grade, I was supposed to go to Brandon's birthday party. So this is the winter of 2003. And the day of, I was playing WWF SmackDown Here Comes the Pain on the PlayStation 2 home gaming console. And I was playing a triple threat match, and I was losing... So I got up and I started pacing around and then I tripped over a little throw rug on the ground and I fractured my foot playing uh, SmackDown. Here comes the pain on the PlayStation two. So that was 17 years ago. Still not over it. Yeah. I, I don't even remember how I, did I just not show up? Did I, did I call you and tell you what was going on? Well, no, it was a surprise birthday party, so I didn't even know it was happening. That's okay. Yeah, it's 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 a long time ago. But man. when I seen all my friends and family there, except for my best friend, um, you know, I was just a little disappointed. Honey, but. what does it make you feel knowing the man you married and committed the rest of your life to broke his only bone in his life playing a wrestling video game? Sad. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I appreciate the kindness. Um, so, yeah, like Brandon said, our friendship, we've known each other a long time going back to elementary school, and uh, we've watched a lot of pro wrestling together. We've partaken in a lot of wrestling together that's a different topic for a different week i remember watching shows with brandon as far back as like wrestlemania 20 back in 2004 i remember oh, coming to house. your house for that yeah yeah remember playing with great action. wrestlemania by the way it was a great wrestlemania it was very good um i remember playing with like action figures and shit and putting shows on at your house yeah way, you... way back in the day so brandon you uh you watched the rumble right i did actually uh i took a break from wrestling for a for a while so this is the first pay-per-view I've watched since the Royal Rumble last year. Okay. Did it, did it make you miss your time away? Did you did you regret your year away from the sport? No, no. I I didn't regret it because I've I've still followed and uh the Royal Rumble was the best pay-per-view that I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I was going to say I cuz we've we don't watch as much as we used to. We don't watch like all the raw and smackdowns anymore. So it's more or less, we watch the pay-per-views and I, I watch other stuff, but that was the best pay-per-view they've had in a long fucking time. What did you oh, think? It was of it, great. Honey? I liked it. I thought it was the best that they had in probably since last year's rumble. Honestly, Sammy's favorite event of the year is the rumble. So I think she's got a little bias toward it, but I thought from top to bottom, they fucking absolutely killed it. So, I mean, yeah, let's just, let's talk about the Royal rumble to start things off. It's going to be a, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be big and it's going to be juicy, like the uh, dollar menu at McDonald's in 2005. Nice. Thank you for something. I was waiting for <laughs> fucking dead air. I was like, all right, 0 for 1 on the shitty jokes. Um, on the Royal Rumble kickoff Mountain Dew sponsored pre-show, we had uh, a women's tag team championship match with our champions, Asuka and Charlotte, defending against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And... Who did we predict to win that? I don't recall. I think Asuka and Charlotte. 
I think so. Um, we were wrong, so there's 0 for 1 for the day. You had Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler winning those titles after some interference from Lacey Evans and the Nature Boy. Do a woo. Woo! Brandon, let me hear your best woo. Woo! That was really good. Was um, it? Oh, so, yeah. Okay, what, uh, did you watch that, or did you just watch the main show? Um, I went back and watched it. I missed it um, live, but it was... It was okay. It was as it was predictable. I mean, you have Ric Flair, um, aka I don't know if he's playing like Hugh Hefner or what he's doing right now. But uh, Lacey Evans, the All American gal, and she just cannot resist the wrinkly satchel of the Nature Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's interesting. Weirdly interesting. Sam, I know we touched on this last week, but. In, in 10 words or less, give me your thoughts on the Lacey Evans, Ric Flair, Charlotte storyline. It's garbage. I don't, I don't know what else you want me to say. It's absolute garbage. I think he went to 12 words, but that's okay. So, yeah, Lacey Evans is boning Charlotte Flair's father, assumedly. We don't see it on television. Um, if it wasn't the PG era anymore, maybe we would. Who is letting Ric Flair's old ass out during COVID? That's what I want. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you... He's been there the whole fucking time. He's been on Raw, like, almost every week since the fucking pandemic started. Like, it, you you want your old and your vulnerable to be safe. They've wheeled out Ric Flair to fucking Florida with the least restrictions of the entire company to go out there and bone his daughter's co-worker on cable television. Is it just me, or does he seem real off sometimes when he's cutting promos like he's not like early set dementia is like setting in or something he's like 107 years old and he did drugs for three decades straight and went into a coma it's a fucking miracle the dude's still alive yeah didn't he have a scare a couple years ago too yeah it was i think it was a coma i might be wrong but he ended up in like a real bad health scare and everyone thought he was gonna die but those people are stupid because rick flair's gonna outlive the three of us yeah i wouldn't be surprised so uh Pre-show, nothing crazy to write home about. It was there. It was a pre-show match, you know. Average, just average stuff. We got new champions, and that that was that. Any any final thoughts? Uh, Sam first. No. Um, are we going to talk about the fact that there was a second match, Mr. R-Truth losing his hardcore championship? Was that on the pre-show? Yeah, he oh. lost it to that guy, and then someone else won it. And... How how do I forget the barn burner on the Mountain Dew sponsored pre-show where R Truth loses the twenty four seven title to Peter Rosenberg? Um, it was like one did, of those. Didn't it where... change like it changed like three times throughout the night, right? Yeah, on, it was just on the pre-show, like when they do that thing where Jerry Lawler and Bradshaw and Booker T and girl, uh, we're talking about what they think's going to happen <laughs> on the show. Uh, Peter Rosenberg beat our truth It was, you know, comedy. Uh, man, I don't know. When the 24-7 championship first came out, I was so excited. Who introduced it when it first came back out to? Wasn't it Mick Foley? Foley, yeah. Yeah. I had such high hopes for it, and it's like, you know, to me it's hit or miss. Like, sometimes it's um, super entertaining, and other times it's just like, I wish they would just drop the gimmick. Yeah, I thought it had potential as like a... a renovation not what renovation is not the right word rebirth of the hardcore title he, i think our truth yeah. is a 48 time 24 7 champion uh, he you know what yeah and it reignited his career that's for sure i love our truth do you like our truth honey i do i like his game show on the wwe network yeah that's solid shit too um Let's uh let's hop right in. Let's fucking go. The pre-show's over. Amateur hour is done. Let's get to the thing that the people pay their 9.99 a month for the WWE network for. It is an hour of power. So nice they do it twice. It is the 2021 WWE Royal Rumble. Yeah. Woo. Fucking thank you guys. Give me something here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um we open up with the WWE World Championship on the line, champion Drew McIntyre, 10 months on top, almost 11 months on top, COVID champion, been running through people the whole fucking time, and he's facing the young upstart, kind of green, but I think <laughs> he has some potential if you just get him in there a few more years. We're talking Bill Goldberg. Brandon, what the fuck do Billy you think G. about What do you think about Bill Goldberg? I can't stand Bill Goldberg. Could you ever stand Bill Goldberg? Yes. When? 
um, his WCW career. Um, oh, do you mean perhaps uh, 21 years ago? Yes. Okay, because it's it's currently 2021, and Bill Goldberg is still wrestling for championships on pay-per-view. Okay, so he says he comes back for the fans and for the company or whatever, but that dude is just here for the money, man. I mean, what does he offer in any pay-per-view match he's had since he's come back? So I actually touched – I think I touched on this last week. I don't really blame him because if you were like Goldberg's age and someone called you and was like, hey, I'll pay you millions of dollars to come out and fucking wrestle two times a year and you got to do it in three minutes each time, I ain't mad at him for doing it. It's not – it's like not a thing I fault him for. Do I wish he wouldn't fight for the championships? Yeah, but like – I mean, yeah, you can't blame him for doing it, but I mean it doesn't really – it's not building anything. It's not telling a story. It's just, it's just, it's just there. You know, it's just like we're gonna do this. Like, it, I don't see how it's furthering anything by booking him in these matches. And and I mean, okay, I know we're gonna talk about match by match, but like, how do you watch both those Rumble matches, and how do you watch Reigns uh, versus Owens, and then go back to Goldberg and uh, McIntyre and be like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing, there's just nothing about the match that, I don't know. Yeah, at least he lost, because if if, uh, if we go back to What was to your guys' prediction on that? So, I gotta know. we both picked Goldberg to win this match. Um, I just thought, you know, I didn't think they were going to have this match unless Goldberg was winning the title, because they're prone to do it before. Um, I believe you also picked Mr. Berg, right? I did, yes. But I also predicted Goldberg to win the fucking Rumble. I thought he was going to win the belt and then later in I the night win the Royal that. Rumble. And I was, like, pretty sure of it. So I went 0 for 2 on that, too. Did you have that thought? Yeah. No, I said the same exact thing you did. And we were both very, very wrong. Well, I knew I knew there was no way that Goldberg was going to go over McIntyre, which is exactly why I thought Goldberg was going to go over McIntyre. Because whatever, you know, like last year, I'm like... That, they're okay. They're gonna they're gonna build the fiend up before Mania. They're gonna have him get a Goldberg win, and that match went what two minutes <laughs> against the fiend? Yeah, that was uh, two minutes. This one was it, it was it's blah, 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 fuck against uh, McIntyre was two and a half minutes, but they had that minute and a half beforehand where they speared right. McIntyre through the barricade. We had a timer set. We were taking bets on how long it would go. I think he, I think Matt said like three fifteen, and I said three twenty or something like that. So I was close. Yeah, as soon as the, I was going to do it when the bell hit, and then they did the spear on the outside, and then I waited till they rang the bell. So I mean, here's something for you guys. Uh, since Goldberg has returned in 2016, how many matches out of the eight that he has had has been over five minutes? I'm going to say one. One, the one where he almost killed uh, Taker. You guys are 100% right. Hey, was it that match? Yeah, that was the only one. And from what I heard, both, uh, well, I mean, that match went for nine minutes. And honestly, that should have been one of the three-minute matches because it was horrible. But from what I heard, both uh, both Taker and Goldberg were injured after that. Oh, yeah, Goldberg hurt himself before he like came down to the ring. Probably smashing his head off. Yeah, the he like hyped himself <laughs> up and he fucking hit his head off the wall and hurt himself. And then he hit his head off the uh, turnbuckle post as well during the match and concussed himself. And then he gave uh, Gold- he gave Undertaker. They called it a jackhammer, but it was really a New Japan strong style brainbuster in the middle of the ring. Okay, I just think that if you're gonna if you're gonna come back, um, I mean, topic for another time. I love Lesnar. I love what they started to do with him, but. I have a lot of question marks with with Goldberg, with his matches and how they're building stories and everything. So I hope that that's the end. Like, we don't see no more Goldberg. So, well, spoiler alert, Goldberg didn't win the Royal Rumble. I was wrong. But I believe it's, you said, Sam, it's contracted that he does two matches a year? Yeah, I read that he's contracted for two matches a year. So we're going to see Goldberg again at some point in 2021. So get ready. So then, while we're here, fuck, there's three of us. Who's Goldberg facing at WrestleMania? Let me ponder that for a second. Go ahead. Sammy, you first. Roman Reigns, because Vince McMahon didn't get it last year, and Vince McMahon gets what Vince McMahon wants. I think they're going to go Rumble winner versus Reigns. That's just my thought, but I can, I can see what you're saying. Because last week I thought it was Goldberg versus Reigns. 
this week. I'm not so sure. I have a, I have a person in mind, but I kind of want Brandon to go first. Oof. Because um, I want right. to do the sound effect. Uh, I think it's going to be um, WrestleMania, Bill Goldberg versus Hurricane Helms. <laughs> Dude, if you're talking matches that are going to be over in 30 seconds, you're talking the Hurricane squashing Bill Goldberg. Well, that's I don't spoil it, but yeah. So here's my thought. Goldberg's going to come out, and it's going to be a mystery opponent, right? And it's Bill Goldberg's going to make his way to the ring, and this is what we're going to hear. Oh, yeah. I think we're getting Big Cena back back at the Sport of Kings, back at WrestleMania to take on Bill Goldberg. Oh, boy. Let's fucking do it. I make bold I mean, predictions on this show. Let's let's give the people what they don't want. Cena versus Goldberg. Let's go. I just want to see. I I mean, I don't. I, I am a Goldberg fan, but I just wish that if you're going to come back and you're going to face new talent and, and dream matches and all that, make it a match. You know what I mean? Don't don't. Not a squash match. Make it an actual match. Like money's worth. You know, whoever it is. If you're gonna face John Cena, that's that's cool. Do you know? Do a 15, 20 minute match. Do do an actual wrestling match. Vince McMahon needs to dig into the billion dollars he's making off the Peacock deal. He needs to get Steve Austin to wrestle one more time. Give me Austin versus Goldberg. Twenty years too late is better than never. Nah. I, I, if, <laughs> if, if 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 Austin were to come back, not against Goldberg. Honey, would you watch Austin Goldberg in 2021? In 2021? No. All right. Let's move on then. <laughs> well, real, real quick. So yeah. let, me, let me ask you guys. So sure. Austin comes back for one more match. Who would you book it up? With today's people? Yeah. Um, do you have one? Roman Reigns, simply for the fact that I think he would keep Austin safe and anyone else I think has the potential to injure him. Fuck. Mine was always Punk, but Punk's been gone for so long. Right. Damn it. I didn't think Reigns, but Austin versus Heel Roman. I want Heel Roman to face anybody. Um, if not him, then probably like a Daniel Bryan or an AJ Styles. So you know the Seth match will Rollins still be good. Would yeah. Probably be mine. Uh, Steve Austin versus uh fucking Drew Gulak. Let's book it. <laughs> um, well, uh, we'll we'll move on. Uh, next was our SmackDown Women's Championship match. Uh, challenger Carmella against the SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. Uh, Sasha won. I'll admit it. I don't remember a whole lot about it, and I, I know Sasha won. Uh, so after that match happened, <laughs> Bad Bunny performed. Uh, international Latino artist came out and he had booker t with him to perform his hit song booker t and i remember during it i got a message from brandon on facebook messenger <laughs> just all right brandon <laughs> wtf <laughs> i said lmfao what the fuck you i'm literally rolling me booker out here looking like he could win the rumble hot damn true so that was good booker I t mean... looks good booker t looks good i i'm actually shocked that he wasn't in the rumble yeah, he looks really good. And then, uh, so the Bad Bunny guy, I guess he's been doing really good at getting um, publicity for WWE because I didn't know who he was, but maybe that says something about me because I guess this guy's like the most streamed artist on Spotify of 2020 and like number nine in the world right now. Everything yeah. they've posted with him, like the clips of him from the show, have gotten millions of hits and stuff. So fuck, maybe they do know what they're doing. Yeah, I've never heard of them. Let's talk to be honest with you. What, let's talk about the performance. Sammy, did you like that musical performance? I don't even remember it. Like, did I even watch it or did I, like, leave the room during it? Because I don't remember a thing about it. There was a Latino fella named Big Bunny, uh, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, and Booker T stood there with his arms folded in, like, camo gear, and it was, like, four minutes of that. Yeah, Booker, Booker T looked badass. That's, I didn't understand a word that Homeboy was saying, obviously, because I don't speak Spanish. That, that, that Spanish track, Spanish. though. <laughs> Hot yeah. or not? Was it fire or was it shit? Huh? Uh, Booker T just standing there looking pissed is it was a good song in my book for that. I, I do want to go back. Um, uh, we went through the women's championship match. Really <laughs> yeah, quickly. we went through that. All right, fucking. <laughs> not one of us had anything to say about it. Well, I mean, Sasha Banks is dope. Like she might be my favorite uh, women superstar, but Carmella though. She's main eventing, huh? I, I I don't know, man. She's the most annoying 
She's I, improved. I, just, I don't think she was that bad. I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. It was fine. The Reginald fellow is uh, interesting as well. I was going to say, I think it's because of the Rumble that they had like a not as strong opponent because they had like all the other women in the Rumble. But then Carmella was in the Rumble too. So I don't know. Sammy, uh, we know you love the women's wrestling. What, what, what do you got? It was a fine match. Give me Reginald versus Sasha Banks, though, at WrestleMania for the Women's Championship. They did it on SmackDown. For the belt? No, for a match. Do it for the belt. Don't be a coward. Hey, James Ellsworth won the first Women's SmackDown fucking money in the bank. We can have Reginald be a Women's Champion. It's 2020, and we're out here being progressive. What's he up to these days? Jimmy Ellsworth? Yes. Um, He got fired a couple of years back. I think it was like sexual harassment allegations or something Oof, okay. so he's probably uh i was gonna say working independence but there's not a whole lot of that going on right now so probably off somewhere being james ellsworth what a career we got to see him uh live oh yeah we did we all for did the uh, championship title match dude for a second i think we thought he was gonna win it too do you remember that ellsworth versus aj for the title we saw it in detroit michigan yeah, I forgot about that. He had like a feud with AJ that I never quite understood why it was happening. Back when old Dean Ambrose was still around, bless his soul. Wonder what he's up to nowadays. Yeah, who knows? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move into the uh, the first of two um, hour of power, as I referred to it earlier, the women's Royal Rumble. Amazing. It was fucking good. It was really good. <laughs> I actually I liked it slightly more than the men's one. I liked it. I don't know if I liked it more than the men's, but I liked it. It was fine. It was good. The return of Tori Wilson. There was, there were there were a few returns. Um, I have I have some notes. Uh, Bailey came out at number one. You got. I thought she was a favorite. Naomi was number two, making her uh, annual surprise return at the Rumble. She did that last year as well. Um, some things that stuck out to me. I think Billy Kay is fucking hilarious. Yeah, come down was, to the uh, ring, sit on commentary. That every time someone came up, she'd come up on the entrance ramp and try to get them to help her out, try to form a team. I know you. Uh, has she grown on you at all, honey? Because I know you fucking hated the Iconics. I like her. I think she's funny. I think she's a lot funnier without the the other one with her. From a kayfabe um, aspect, very very smart on her end to do what she did. Yeah, you gotta stay outside the ring until you have to get in, right? Um, right. On that note, they fucking uh, this this bitch Billy Kay had a chance to do the pose with her friend Peyton Royce, and she didn't do it, and I was hurt. I was crushed. Uh, so we had a few uh, few surprises in the match. We had a few NXT people. Shotzi Blackheart with her green hair and her tank came out. Uh, Tony that was Storm. pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Storm from NXT was there. Ember Moon, uh, Dakota Kai. You had some older. Uh, WWE superstars make their return. Uh, Jillian Hall came back, and I can safely say that was the first time I had thought of Jillian. Christ, Jillian Hall in over <laughs> ten years. So good for her getting that payday. Um, Victoria came back. What'd you think of that, Brandon? Who? Oh, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very Who? forgettable. Oh, you don't like Victoria? Eh, it was okay. Damn, dog. I was excited. I guess that's yeah, just my nostalgic I mean, glasses blinding not, me. Not that Tori Wilson is was even amazing back in the day, but that was that was my biggest like jaw drop return. Well, Brandon, you and I were young men in the early two thousands, so I feel like Tori Wilson may have a special place in our hearts. Yes. Sam's looking at me with the absolute most fucking disgust right now. <laughs> Go off, yeah, please. She what still do you looks say? good. Still looks I'm good. I'm not saying anything. I love you. I love you too. We also had uh, Alicia Fox come back, and that started some uh, tomfoolery, some fuckery, if you will. The 24-7 championship changed hands. Alicia Fox won it and then subsequently lost it back to R-Truth, along with the rest of the Raw lower card. They all came out and had their little time on camera. Um, Something funny I noticed, that when Bailey got eliminated, the camera missed it completely, which you think that would be kind of a big deal in the match. Yeah, I saw it, and I'm like, wait, did she get eliminated? And then they showed. I, I was upset. I'm a huge Bailey fan. Um, the heel gimmick is, she does a great job with it. So I was, that's who originally I wanted to win. Yeah. 
Well, uh, we're coming up on mine and Sam's pick last week. Both pretty. We agreed on everything, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Uh, it came down to we both thought uh, Fiend Alexa Bliss was going to win the Rumble. And then Fiend Alexa Bliss lasted about 24 and a half seconds. I was pretty upset that she was charging up to do her thing, and then she got eliminated. That was, yeah. uh, that was a buzzkill. I like. I was like kind of confused, but then I thought it was like probably the best way to go about it if she's not going to win. Because then if she goes to that weird thing and they got like this weird Fiend esque gimmick going the rest of the match it would have been kind of strange so i was disappointed and i was a little more hurt than my own personal predictions were wrong but you know it is what it is i ended up really liking the outcome so it's okay yeah what a interesting way change of her character to uh form up with the fiend because she was already pretty much on top right and you know that's a that's kind of a risky change i feel like and uh it's working out great for her i love it yeah, no, she's getting the uh, the push again. She's in the there's a storyline going on with Fiend and Randy Orton. She's been involved with. I think she's been doing a pretty solid job. Randy Orton RKO'd her straight to hell last week, and then this uh, past week after she showed back up and had like weird black goop coming out of her mouth and distracted Randy Orton on Raw. It's uh... did you actually think Randy Orton was going to catch her on fire? I mean. They've done crazier shit in the last year. They had him catch the fucking fiend on fire, like burn his ass alive on pay-per-view. Right. Um, we uh, came down to, I have the final three. I don't have the final four. Um, it was Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. Uh, Bianca just called up not too long ago. Rhea Ripley still in NXT. And then Charlotte Flair. And when you see Charlotte Flair in the last three, what are you thinking, honey? She's going to win. When you see Charlotte Flair in the final three, what are you thinking, Brandon? Uh, she was the last person I wanted to win out of those three. Um, but I thought I thought they were going to give it to her. Either that or I thought they were going to do uh, more Ric Flair tomfoolery and, and have her go out that way. So I think they did a good job on, on uh, eliminating her. So uh, Bianca and Rhea dumped her out together, if I believe, if I recall yes. correctly. And then it was down to uh, Bianca and Rhea Ripley, two future fucking superstars, both the most potential in the world. They're both great. I know, Sam, Rhea Ripley is one of your favorites, right? Yeah, she's probably my favorite woman in the company right now. Then, Brandon, you hadn't seen them, really? Because I know you had texted me or messaged me during it, just like, yo, these two are fucking dope. Yeah, and then they ended up being the final two, which was uh, awesome. What can I say? I got a got an eye for talent, but... uh. Uh, when it came down to those two, I didn't even care who won at that point. I just, I was, it was, it was refreshing to have it be, um, you know, two newcomers going at it um, to win the Rumble. So I was, I, I was on the edge of my seat, which I can't say uh, very often in today's product. So that was, that was cool. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, Bianca Belair ends up winning. She's currently on SmackDown. I'd assume they're going to go with Bianca versus Sasha for that they championship. Have they um, have to. Both bangers of themes. Yeah, right. Both their theme songs fucking slap. Just come out, play their entrances, and go backstage. Do it again. Um, they could also uh, – Asuka is the Raw Women's Champion, so they could do Bianca versus Asuka. That would be good too. So I feel like either way they decide to go with it, it's going to be really uh, entertaining contest. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be against Sasha. I think that's – I mean – that's what they're going to do, right? But either or. That's uh that's the uh the women's rumble. It uh, it was there. It was long. It was girthy. And Bianca Belair came out on top. <laughs> How was it girthy, man? I got to know. It was just a lot of people in that ring giving it girth. It had the length, it had the girth, and ultimately I was satisfied. All right. And <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she hates me. She hates me. Why Why you got to compare everything to a penis? I didn't say the word penis. You said penis. Okay. I said I'm pretty girth. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure girthy could mean many other things outside of a penis. I'm just not sure what. That's why I asked you to uh to tell me like what you meant by it. And I explained yeah, I explained it was the wrestling ring. So, if anything, my wife needs to get her head out of the gutter. So that was the Women's Rumble. It happened. I just said this. We're not going to go back to girth. Um, <laughs> actually, I fucking lied. We're going back to girth. We're going back to the girthy Kevin Owens. 
the uh, challenger for the Universal Championship against the best wrestler on planet fucking Earth. Heel Roman Reigns for that Universal Championship. Last man standing. They went all over the arena. They beat each other half to death. And it was cash money. Brandon, your thoughts? You will not hear me say this often. I was on the edge of my seat screaming the entire time, hoping that the match would never end. It was amazing. What did, uh, what did you think, uh, Sam? I liked it, but I love Roman Reigns, and I love Kevin Owens. There was no way in my mind that it was going to be bad. They could roll Roman Reigns out there and put him against, like, Gilberg, and Sam would be like, I think it was, like, pretty much four stars on the Meltzer scale, you know? <laughs> him, him, him going heel, I mean, it's, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy. And they did it right. They did it right. You know, so it's you just seen, you know, a complete 180 just all around, even the way he cuts. I think I think Heyman has a big say in that, like with his coaching and, and everything else. I think he's very helpful in the transition with Reigns. Yeah, he's playing an integral part. Like anytime Roman cuts a promo, it's not like when Heyman was with Lesnar and Heyman's just like there he's like this is my client Heyman's fucking terrified of Roman Reigns and it is absolutely incredible like anytime Reigns cuts a promo Heyman's like in the corner instead of looking confident he's like cowering in fear like yo shit what have I done how the fuck do I get out of this I think you were touching on that last week honey yeah I said that I said he looked like genuinely terrified of him he just seems like he's not a mouthpiece like Roman Reigns doesn't need someone to speak for him so he looks terrified like he's almost like oh god I created a monster why have I done all hail the tribal chief baby and it's just yeah it's like Reigns has had potential for a long time and uh we last week Sam was saying we've uh we've had people over for shows and by having people over for shows we mean having Brandon over for shows where uh just the entire room is talking shit on Roman Reigns but like you knew the whole time he had something they just had to oh, figure it out Oh he was great out. he was great in the ring man I mean he always has been it's just been the same old story of the crowd is sick of said persona it's time to change yeah you know? and they actually went through and did it and they did a great job my one um complaint would be that they should have did it against lesnar at mania having paul Heyman turn on lesnar that 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 would have been the only thing i could say that would have been a better transition to it like a oh my god wrestlemania moment um but no they're killing it yeah i can um maybe not at wrestlemania this year but i can see them probably when fans come back running with lesnar versus reigns again now that Reigns is heel and having Lesnar be the face with the angle of Paul Heyman is stuck in between not knowing what to do. I think that yeah, would be yeah. fucking great now. I'm hearing also rumors of um, uniting the Samoan family together more and then a couple years out having Rock and Reigns. Oh, what do you think of that? It'd be the best. Well, I mean... Sarcastic? No, no... <clears throat> I think it would be fucking fantastic, actually. And it would draw, like, insane pay-per-view ratings. And I think if anybody's going to have a great match with The Rock nowadays, it would be someone like Roman. I agree with that. So I'm not, Reigns I'm not would have to go it. over, though. He'd have to go over. I'm just still salty from when uh, The Rock beat CM Punk for the title back in 2013. Oh, oh, I'm here you, living you were, in the past. You were you were so upset. I was, I was on top of the world. Um, I've told but, you this story, Sam, haven't I, that... Uh, I threw my laptop shut and threw it across the room when Rock beat Punk. You've told me that you've told me the the laptop story. I don't know if you ever specified which match. Well, now you know it was that <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so back to the Rumble match, though. Fucking really good. They went all over the arena, all over uh, Tropicana Field, and it was the first time you realized they're in a baseball stadium since they've started doing the Thunderdome. It kind of gave you the scope of the building. They had, like, the Swanton off of a forklift. They had, uh, was it Reigns? No, who ran who down with the uh, golf cart? Reigns ran down Owens. That was great. Did you see a bunch of people online were saying they stole that from AEW? Because, uh, like, no. last year, Matt Hardy ran someone down with a golf cart. But, like, forgetting that the WWE used a golf cart at WrestleMania 17 20 years ago. Oh shit! Was that the hardcore match? Yeah, between when, uh, uh, Kane went Kane, down and Big hit Show Raven. and Raven. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. 
That's my favorite WrestleMania of all time. So. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the best. I, I can it, see it, it being a topic on this show one day. It was great, though. I mean, the the whole match, I thought it was going to end six, seven, eight times over before it actually ended. Yeah. Uh, the the ending, I have, it was, uh, I think, a little screwed up. I think they couldn't get the handcuffs open. So basically, they couldn't. Owens handca- handcuffed Reigns. I don't know why I can't talk today. And Reigns was just kind of stuck there, and Heyman was trying to get him loose. And then eventually Reigns just had to, like, squat on his two feet, or he was going to get counted out, like, three times over. Well, did you see the ref, the second ref that came? He just stopped counting. Yeah, they're just like, Roman, stand up. Yeah, they couldn't get it off. Uh, but did you see it coming <clears throat> when it was at a count of eight? Like, I knew. I, I told Sarah, I was like, he's going to hit the ref. He's going to grab the ref. He's going to take the yeah, ref Yeah, that was fucking awesome. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Or when Owen got, uh, was did Owen get speared through the Titantron and he was at a nine count and then he rolled off the edge and stood up? Like, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. It was just a lot. Of, it was, I think I said it was like the most creative last man standing match I had seen in a long time. Yeah, it was great. Uh, once you have so many of a certain match, you'd like run through everything you can really do. So it was nice to see some new shit done. Forklift 10 out of 10. Kevin Owens. Forklift, train, Kevin Owens. Yeah, 10 out of 10, and you won't hear me say that often either. 10 out of 10 match, edge of my seat, amazing. I was looking at the clips for the top 10 moments of SmackDown this week, and it looks like they're continuing the Owens and Reigns feud, which is fine because their matches are fucking bangers, but they've faced off at like the last three pay-per-views now, so I don't see Owens ever winning, but give me more. I don't care. Yeah, keep it going. Or uh, Roman Reigns, I would say there's a fair to good chance that he's going to go on to WrestleMania, the granddaddy of them all, to take on the winner of our main event of the evening, the second hour of power, the Men's Royal Rumble. General thoughts, Sammy, you go first. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, I always feel like it's a little long. <laughs> um, it, it was good, though. It was probably like a 9 out of 10, but I love Royal Rumbles. I think since they've, I, I kind of agree since they started doing two in one night that you're like, oh. I also feel, I don't remember if I said it during this rumble or the other one, but they were definitely not going 90 seconds in between people. I can't remember if it was this or the women's. Um, I noticed it more in the women's, but I think it was this one too, where sometimes it would feel like three minutes and other times it would feel like 35 seconds. Yeah. Like I'm not sure they're keeping to the strict 90 seconds has it always been that way though because i i feel like key when you're relying on so many people uh in the ring at one time to hit key spots like sometimes you have to wait for those things to happen before you can push somebody else out and then if you fall behind there you maybe need to speed the next one up i've noticed that in like every rumble i've watched in you know yeah i don't think they've ever kept to like a square two minutes and someone goes out because yeah they definitely have to time it with stuff it just it felt like it was off at certain points but i mean that's that's not that big of a a thing well one word carlito baby car fucking lito uh we had we had surprises we had carlito making his return after like 10 11 years away uh well deserved the dude's jacked to the gills he looks great he's been eating a lot of apples and by apples i mean uh anabolic steroids huh Huh? 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 Um, well, so, so well, one thing's for for certain, man. He he likes to spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Like, even after what fifteen years or so, like you know. But my friend, uh, he didn't get to spit his apple because we are in a COVID world and you can't spit at people. But you can be in a ring with twenty other men for an hour. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Uh, so. The Rumble, number one, Edge. Number two, Randy Orton. Your final two, Edge and Randy Orton. Fuck, right? We had uh, we had surprises. We had Carlito. We had uh, the debuting from NXT, Damian Priest, who looked great. I think he had four eliminations. We had uh, Kane come out. We had the Hurricane come out, which made me happy on the inside. And then we had a return of some guy who was never fucking anything. Fucking Christian came out. Yeah. Psych. I was so fucking happy that Christian came out because I was like pretty sure that he's never going to wrestle again. And I always, uh, when I was younger, I liked Christian more than edge. Honestly. Oof. What what are your uh, thoughts on Christian, honey? 
I like Christian. I was super excited. I wanted to see what they did with him and Edge, if they would turn on each other or if they would kind of team up again. Well, they hugged because that's what brothers do. They hug and they love. They they do. They do. Brandon, I didn't mean to cut you off. It sounded like you were going to give me shit for liking Christian more than Edge. Uh, n- not shit because I'm I'm kind I've out of so the tag teams of the Attitude Era like there was always the one you know what I mean like the Hardy Boys it was always Jeff uh, Bubba over you know Devon Edge over Christian that's the one tag team that I liked I liked them both equally. Yeah, I always thought because uh, I've always loved Edge. I thought Edge was great back in the day. Uh, Christian was super just underrated. He uh, never really made it to the top in WWE. He went to TNA for a few years. He won the TNA championship. He was great there. Came back to WWE, won the ECW title, and finally won the world title after Edge had retired, which I felt yeah, was more of he? a, hey, man, your buddy got hurt. Thank you for what you've done. Here's the belt for two days. Yeah, dude. When he... he uh... He lost to Orton two days later, didn't he? Yeah, and then he he won it back by like kicking. He had Orton kick him in the balls, so he didn't even pin, like pin him to win it. It was like a DQ finish. Okay. And then he yeah, lost that, it uh, right back. That that's up there for me um, of disappointments when Zack Ryder won the champion. Uh, was it Intercontinental or U.S. Championship and the ladder match TLC match at uh, um, Mania? Yeah, that was ladder match at Mania 32, 2016. And- yeah, and then he lost, I think, the very next night on Raw. Yeah, um, to the Miz. Yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of Miz, Miz and Morrison are teaming again. I like that. I think they're very entertaining. They got this thing going with the Bad Bunny. I'm going to call him the Bad Bunny. It sounds a lot more wrestler. But uh, the Bad Bunny was part of the Rumble for a second. I believe he dived off, dove off the top rope. Is that the right terminology? To uh, cross-body so. Miz and Morrison. Yeah, crossover, cool. huh? That was pretty cool. Yeah, Edge and Christian reunited. They hugged. Uh, you could see when Christian's coming out, Edge like slowly looks up with a smile on his face. It fucking warmed my heart. We had AJ Styles in the match, which is not weird because he's part of the roster, but uh, his big bodyguard almost was out there chucking people for him. That was some shit, huh? That's a bad dude. Almost as tall as fuck. I know he pulled out Big E, so I'm thinking maybe we get like an AJ Styles Big E IC title match at Mania. That would be uh, for for smacking. a quick moment. I thought that maybe uh, Big E could win the Rumble for for a, for a quick second. I thought that was a possibility. I'd think if he wasn't already a champion, I would have thought more because he's got the Intercontinental title, and they never really do that. But, I mean, I would have loved to see him win. I know you like Big E, honey. I do like Big E. I want to see almost wrestle, like legit wrestle. I'm sure he's trained. I'm sure they're going to because, like, that's a tall son of a bitch, man. Yeah, I think they're they're just building him right now. But I'm sure that's in the cards. We, uh, we had our Monday night, Friday night, whatever night SmackDown's on nowadays. Messiah came back. Seth Rollins making that big return after having Babby with Becky. Yeah. Yeah, that's his first show since, what, Survivor Series? Yeah, yep, and he uh, was part of the Final Four. Uh, five, really, because the Final Four appeared to be Edge, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, and Christian, and Edge is out here tossing people out, but Randy Orton, who went down with that ankle injury at the beginning of the show and at the beginning of the Rumble, and he's clearly out for the rest of the night. Yeah, clearly. I'm, I mean, he... <laughs> They did a good job, medical staff, on that ankle, I'll tell you that. I'm so proud of Sam, because, like, she hasn't been watching forever, but even she already knows that when somebody gets quote-unquote hurt in the Royal Rumble and goes away, they're going to come back. She just knows. Every fucking Battle Royal is the same way. I forgot about it, though, to be honest. Like, it was in my mind the entire Rumble, but at the very end, when Edge got the final elimination, I forgot about it for a quick second. And they didn't give you time to remember it, because then it was just an RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, it was pretty abrupt, but uh, you called that shit, didn't you? Yeah, I kept telling you to remember Orton because you're like, oh, it's coming down. Because you're like, why the fuck is Braun Strowman still in there? And then I was like, well, Randy Orton's still in. And you're like, god damn it. Yeah, I I thought for a split second that uh, when Orton appeared behind Edge that Orton was going to win. And I'm like, damn it, here we go again. We're somehow going to get Orton in a championship match at WrestleMania one more time. When that RKO happened, I I knew I knew or won. I would I would have bet money on it right then and there. I'm like, yep, it's over. But uh, 
Nah, fucking Edge. Coming back from at the number one spot. Manages to toss Randy Orton out. We have our 2021 Royal Rumble winner. 11 years to the day that he won the 2010 Royal Rumble. And I love it. I've seen a lot of people upset that they had an older person win the Rumble. But, like, dude, the dude was out for 10 years. He never lost the championship in the first place. So he comes back. He gets hurt again, fights back, enters the Rumble at number one, and wins the damn thing to go win the championship he never lost. Enters the Rumble at number one along with and wins along with Shawn Michaels and another superstar. Yeah, there's been three people now to win from number one. Edge and Shawn Michaels and someone else. Brandon, uh, what were your thoughts on uh, how do you feel about Edge winning the Rumble? Uh, I didn't think it was going to happen, but all the hate that he's getting, um, it's not like he's a part-time superstar. I mean, the it's it, he was out for X amount of years because he had to medically retire because of his neck. Fixed him up, came back, got hurt again. I mean, I shit, I could see Ed still being full-time there every every Monday night for the next five years. Yeah, he uh, actually, so this week he was on Raw and NXT and SmackDown, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the fact, too, that, I mean, when you have that much ring rust and you're out for that amount of time, and then you come back, have two matches, get put on the shelf for another year, and you come back and you compete in a Royal Rumble match from number one, you're in for over an hour. I mean, what's that tell you about Edge? Yeah, no, he stayed in the whole time. He's, like, conditioned. He looks great. Dude's fucking ripped. He's cut. He's he's swole. He's limber. He's able. He's girthy. He's, he's, oh, well, we'll have to ask Beth Phoenix about that one. Ayo. <laughs> now I'm talking about penises. My wife is going to leave me by the end of us recording this podcast. That's um, okay. So that's, that's your 2021 rumble. All in all, I thought it was a great show. I wasn't upset with any of the winners. I was more than content with every match. Um, and it sounds like we're all kind of in agreement on that. Yeah. Yeah. What would you rate it at a time? I never go like a 10 out of 10 for any show. Like WrestleMania 17 is one of my few 10 out of 10s. I'll go like a like a 9. It was a very solid 9. Very good effort. Uh, I agree with that. 9. What would you think, honey? Probably like an 8.5 just because the Carmella and Sasha match just kind of brought it down just a wee bit. It happened. It was there. <laughs> I, I I agree with that. That's that was one of my factors with the grade. Um, was, eh, it was just an eh match. Well, that's uh, that's the rumble. That's the three of us breaking down the rumble. Um, I've come to the conclusion that my wife doesn't actually like wrestling. She likes watching stuff about wrestling a lot more. That's fair. I like the pay per views. Like I like pay per views. I don't like like the week to week really in any company. It's just a lot to keep track of. There's so many companies. There's so much, only so much time in a day. You know what I mean? Speaking of watching things about wrestling, I watched the um, uh, um, Yokozuna um, documentary, and yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was great. That's uh, the network makes great documentaries. Too bad when it goes to Peacock, they're only going down to one a year. Hmm. I'll be very upset if that's true. That's what it said in the deal. They're going so to is the, is, are they pulling the plug on the network then when that happens? Or so how they, how in the United that? States, the network is basically getting transferred to Peacock. Like it won't exist anymore. I guess it'll still exist in other countries. But in the U.S., they're moving all the content to Peacock. That's unfortunate. So, But if you have Xfinity, you can get Peacock Premium for free. So, you know, wow. that'll save you 10 bucks a month. Well, we signed up for... Uh, peacock premium to watch the office and then you know they're like sign up for premium and and watch the office because you know everyone's losing their mind because they can't watch the office and then you oh could, yeah you could only watch clips you couldn't even watch the show so had Damn. a pretty sour experience well i'm sorry to say my friend you won't be able to use my wwe network login info past march i know it's it's unfortunate i have your wwe network i have my brother's netflix account actually his password to my brother's netflix account is everybody eats um and he gives it to everybody there's like eight accounts on it hey cool you got the email address on that or <laughs> <laughs> i got uh i got uh sarah's brother's hulu account 
And so, I mean, I don't pay for any of my subscriptions. I just mooch off all my friends. We were literally talking earlier, like, we have we have Netflix and Hulu and the network and Peacock and HBO Max and Disney Plus. I'm like, dude, we got to start trading with people. Like, here, you take our passwords, we'll cancel this. You give us your passwords, we'll cancel, you cancel that. Like, we can make a trade and barter system here. We can. So that's the one subscription I actually pay for is Disney Plus. So what, what I can do is I can get your Disney Plus, and in return I can offer you, um, I don't know, Sarah's Brothers Hulu account information. Fuck it. That's a deal. <laughs> All right. Shout out, Jake, well, we wherever you are. Bundled. We have, like, our Hulu and our Disney Plus and then ESPN Plus, which we never use, all bundled together for, like, well, it's super cheap. It's only, like, six ninety nine a month, nine ninety nine something like that. Super cheap. Oh, there's uh there's so there's this AT and T TV thing too that we got. It's eighty bucks a month, but you basically have full cable and without having to be in a contract for cable. I know this is off topic and probably going to get cut out, but but so you guys know it's 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 pretty good. We get to watch all the Pistons games and you know everything else. It's pretty sweet. I'm waiting for the House of Mouse to try to purchase the WWE. You think Disney's going to own the WWE one day? <laughs> Um, I certainly hope not, but I mean, at, at this point, I mean, they got star Wars. Fuck. I want, I want Vince McMahon on his deathbed to be wheeled out to the ring at mania to go one-on-one with a CGI Mickey mouse. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't that a big thing with the games that they used to do is they would have like Mickey mouse versus like the red power ranger or shit. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine the promos? My life is almost at an end. Today I face my final opponent. Oh boy! <laughs> Can we? I think we mentioned it last week, but Vince McMahon. Every time I see him, looks closer and closer to the kiss of death. Honestly, until he takes his shirt off, and then the dude's still ripped as shit somehow. Yeah, just a six-pack abs and a melting candle of a face. Looks super old, and then his shirt's off, and he's got a chain around his neck doing pull-ups on a bar. No, nope, he's gonna outlive the three of us. I have no doubt in my mind. But um, I guess that kind of wraps it up for this week. We uh, That's the Rumble. Brandon, my friend, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that you will return one day to be with us once more. Once more. It was a pleasure. All right, man. Um, well, <laughs> so, uh, yep, you can find me on Twitter at Smorlax187. I post about wrestling more than most about anything else. I'm on Twitter at Sammy Please. If you go to his Twitter, I'm pretty sure he has a link to me somewhere on there. Brandon, uh, I don't think you're on the Twitter, uh, but can people yeah, find you, you can, anywhere? You can you can try and find me on Twitter. I think my last post was in 2011. Um, <laughs> but, but if you look hard enough, you could probably find me. Yeah, to see what Brandon was thinking about 10 years ago. So it's like a time capsule into the heart. I think uh, I think my last tweet was about Roseanne, the show. At Very like three fitting. o'clock in the morning. So if you find that post, you know you found me. Hell yeah. Well, I'll have the people look out for you, man. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. Next week might be a special episode. Fuck it. I'm just going to say it right now. Next week is Triple H week. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.